What's up, this Shaq Bear, outside linebacker of the Tampa Bay Bucks, and you're listening to the Fresh Fantasy Podcast. What is going on, everybody? I hope you're having a great day today. This is Alex from the Fresh Fantasy Podcast, and this is the 49th episode of Season 2. Today, we're going to be talking about the best plays and worst plays from Season 2. Sorry, best and worst plays uh, for Week 4 of the Fantasy Football Season. We are talking about five players from each position, five players that you should highly consider playing, and five players that you should consider sitting and maybe not playing. But we're here to talk about it, but I could not be more excited for today's episode because this is episode 99 of the podcast. This coming Tuesday, October 3rd or 4th, no, October 5th, actually, will be the 100th episode of the Fresh Fantasy Podcast. And I've already said it on last episode. I'm going to say it again now. Thank you guys so much for allowing me and giving me the platform to do it. Thank you so much for the listeners, for tuning into my podcast every week. It truly means more to me than you could ever realize. And this is going to motivate me and, you know, keep me going to keep, you know, doing this and get it to 200, 300, and even beyond. Um, but we will see. But nonetheless, you guys are here for the best and worst plays of week four. Um, so I cannot be more excited to get into it. And with that said, let's start right into it with one of my favorite quarterbacks in all fantasy football. My QB start of the week, and that is Jalen Hurts playing the Kansas City Chiefs. I know, I know, I know. Haven't you had, like... Jalen Hurts is your start of the week like three times, Alex. Well, you know, Jalen Jalen Hurts has been great every time that he plays fantasy football. Sorry, every time that he plays in the NFL, he's had at least 20 fantasy points in every single game so far. Now he's playing the Kansas City Chiefs, who have given up the third most fantasy points in the entire NFL this season to quarterbacks. It's going to be a high-scoring game. The Eagles are going to have to score a lot of points. And what does that mean for Jalen Hurts? A lot of fantasy points fire up Jalen Hurts this week. Another guy that should be fired up, not so great for fantasy, but should be great this week, Matt Ryan playing the Washington football team that is giving up over 27 fantasy points per game to the quarterback position. Matt Ryan is a must-start this week. Speaking of must-start, teams that give up a lot of fantasy points, how about Mac Jones playing the Tampa Bay Bucks in Gillette against Tom Brady? And for me, what is the most anticipated fantasy, sorry, anticipated football game of the entire regular season for me, Mac Jones versus Tom Brady. The Bucks defense has not been good. Richard Sherman is probably not going to play this Sunday. This Bucks secondary is just not very good. And I expect Mac Jones to throw a lot of passes this week, and I expect him to be a very sneaky start. Another guy that's a sneaky start is Sam Darnold, my number four start of the week, because he is playing the Dallas Cowboys, who have given up the fourth most fantasy points so far this season to QBs. But the interesting thing about that is Sam Darnold has put up at least 20 fantasy points in all three starts so far this season. Small sample size, sure, that's fine. But again, with the Carolina Panthers, he has been on fire to start of the season. He's passed for over 300 yards in two out of three games. Sam Darnold has been great. Next switch and be great once again this week. My final start of the week at the QB position is, excuse me, Baker Mayfield playing the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings have given up the seventh most points to quarterbacks so far this season. Odell Beckham is back. Jarvis Landry might be back. And Baker's just been playing out of his mind. He's been unreal. And I expect a big game for him this week. On to our QBs that you should be a little bit more afraid of this week. Number one for this week is Ryan Tannehill playing the New York Jets, 
who have the number one QB defense. I know the Jets are 0-3, but QB defense still matters. They've given up just 13 fantasy points per game to QBs. If you want to say, I'm starting Ryan Tannehill, shut up, Alex, go ahead. But there's a chance that A.J. Brown doesn't play. It's looking likely he doesn't. Maybe Julio Jones doesn't play, but he's more likely to play. But either way, I expect this to be an ugly game a little bit for Ryan Tannehill. I'm not saying the Jets are going to win or anything crazy like that. I'm not saying that, people. But, again, Ryan Tannehill, very scary play this week. Another guy that's a scary play. Again, a guy that should be played. But, again, worst plays is not saying that these guys are at the bottom of my rankings and they shouldn't be playing. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying if you have another option instead of these guys, I would highly consider playing them. And that quarterback – I have two of them. First one, Dak Prescott playing the Carolina Panthers, who have been third best against QBs this so far this season. They've been very good. Dak's been very good. But don't forget, in Dak's second game of the season against the Chargers, he put up just eight fantasy points against a team that was good against quarterback defense. I am actually a fan of setting your studs, especially if you have another good option. Obviously, Dak is a must-start. But if you have someone like Tom Brady or someone – interesting like that you could start instead of Dak I'd be willing to do it my number three start of the week is Lamar or set of the week it's Lamar Jackson playing the Denver Broncos second best team so far against QBs now their competition hasn't been that great but Lamar is dealing with a back injury he's dealing with some other soreness he's dealing with some sickness he's dealing with a lot of things right now um it's supposed to play Sunday from what we've heard but again Lamar might not be himself a little bit in this one and you combine that with them playing the second best quarterback defense Um, So far, fantasy football, that is a little bit of a recipe for disaster to me. Um, So I'd be fading, you know, Lamar Jackson at least a little bit. My number four set of the week is Daniel Jones playing the Saints. Fifth best team so far against QBs. And we haven't – I mean, Daniel Jones has been good so far. But, again, the Saints team is tough. I'd be a little afraid of them. Another guy that's played really well that I'm fading a little bit this week is Derek Carr versus the L.A. Chargers Monday night. Again, you saw them just hold Dak Prescott to just eight fantasy points in week two. Derek Carr is a top 10 fantasy QB right now. I never thought I'd be saying that um, through three weeks. But again, the Chargers are sixth best against QBs. Um, and I'd be a little bit afraid of Derek Carr this week. My number one starting running back of the week is a guy that probably everyone will be starting in your lineups. But this is slate-breaking alert. Is that, is that what we'll call it? We'll call it slate-breaking alert. And that is Jonathan Taylor against the Miami Dolphins, who have given up the second most points to running back so far this season. And... Should I mention, you know, it might it might be worth mentioning the fact that Peyton Barber gashed the Miami Dolphins for 144 yards last week. Are you kidding me? If Peyton Barber is going to drop 144 yards against this Dolphins defense, just imagine someone talented, let alone someone as talented as Jonathan Taylor running over that defense. This is the week to buy Jonathan Taylor before it's too late. I expect Jonathan Taylor to get a lot better as the season went on. Definitely a fade for me for the full season. But again, the start was absolutely awful. Expect a massive week from Jonathan Taylor this week. Another guy that had a bad week last week that I think will be good this week is Miles Sanders playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs defense has not been good, hence why I have Jalen Hurts as my start of the week. They have not been good against the pass. They have not been good against the run. They have given up the fourth most points to running backs so far this season. Um, and you know what that means? Fantasy points for Miles Sanders. Fire him up this week. My number three start of the week is the San Francisco 49ers starting running back, whoever that may be. I expect it to be Elijah Mitchell playing the Seattle Seahawks, and the Seattle Seahawks have given up the number one most fantasy points to running back so far this season. They just gave up 34 touches and I think 171 yards to Alex Madison. Um, I expect a big game from Elijah Mitchell or Trey Sermon, depending who starts, but I think it is going to be Mitchell. Excuse me. 
My number four start of the week, David Montgomery versus the Detroit Lions, giving up the seventh most fantasy points to running back so far this season. I know David Montgomery has not been good. The Bears offense has not been good. I don't care. This is a must-start match for David Montgomery. I expect a bounce-back week. And my number five start of the week, my final start of the week at the running back position is Josh Jacobs if he plays or Peyton Barber. John Gruden said today that if Josh Jacobs doesn't play, Peyton Barber will be the primary back. He just gashed the Dolphins for 144 yards. Now he's playing the Los Angeles Chargers, so we've given up the eighth most points to running back so far this season. If Peyton Barber is starting and Josh Jacobs is not playing, start Peyton Barber. If Josh Jacobs is playing, fire him up. This is a perfect matchup for Josh Jacobs, a get-right matchup, as those funny little kids say these days. Um, definitely be starting the Raiders, starting running back versus the Los Angeles Chargers. But my note, Keep an eye on Sunday of what the practices are. Please look up the practice reports for Josh Jacobs or Peyton Barber. This is being posted on a Friday morning. Josh Jacobs technically did practice today on Wednesday, but we don't know if he's going to be ready for the game. Keep an eye closer to Sunday. If it's a chance that it's like 50-50 that Josh Jacobs is playing, I would just start someone else because, again, if he doesn't play, you're going to be screwed, especially if you don't have Peyton Barber. If you have both, that's obviously ideal. Um, definitely keep an eye on those practice reports because those will be pretty telling. On to my running back sets of the week. My number one is the Ravens running backs versus the Denver Broncos. Second best team so far against the run. Tyson Williams appeared to be the starter. He might not be the starter. Latavius Murray who's yet to be the starter this year was a starter last week. The Ravens running back field backfield is a mess and they're playing the second best team against the run so far. I'd be fading all those running backs. Don't start any of them. Please, please don't. My number two set of the week is Damian Harris playing the Tampa Bay Bucks. Third best so far against the run. Obviously, James White went down, but that did not mean any extra snaps for Damian Harris as he played under 40% of the snaps this week. All three weeks, he has gone down in snaps, now playing the third best team against the run. You absolutely hate to see it. Damian Harris, a big fade for me this week. My number three fade of the week is Mike Davis versus the Washington football team. I know the Washington football team has been a poo-poo sandwich. I get it, but they've still been okay against the run. Number nine against the run. Mike Davis has gone down in snaps. Three straight weeks, Cordell Patterson is getting better and better. Mike Davis isn't good, playing in a tough matchup. I expect him to throw them the ball because the Washington football team cannot defend anybody. This is not a good week for Mike Davis and not good for Mike Davis going forward. I'd definitely be looking at other options if you can. And my final, or sorry, not my final. I have two left. But my final real big running back sit this week is Leonard Fournette playing the New England Patriots. The Bucs have passed for an NFL historic rate of 73% of their passes so far. They've Sorry, they've passed the ball at a 73% rate. Absolutely ridiculous. Again, New England's been number 10 against the run. Gio Bernard might not play. We'll see. But Rojo's still going to get some work. I don't trust Leonard Fournette against the top 10 run defense. I don't trust Leonard Fournette playing on a team that has passed 73% of the time. And I don't trust Leonard Fournette as a pass catcher on this team. I know he's caught passes very low upside this week, hence why I will be staying away from Leonard Fournette. My last pick of the week is just a beware pick. This isn't a sit Ezekiel Elliott or you have to sit. I'd sit Tony Pollard for sure, but just a beware. And that is Ezekiel Elliott against the Carolina Panthers, the number one run defense in the NFL so far. Um, they've been absolutely ridiculously good against the run. And again, I think it's going to be a little bit scary for Zeke and Pollard this week. I'm not saying that you should be sitting both of them. Definitely be sitting Pollard if you can. But again, just a beware for this week if you have a lot of other good options. Again, just, you know, like I said, beware. Before we move on to the back half of our show with the wide receivers and tight ends, 
we are going to take a quick break to give you a nice little anchor ad that I know you've all been missing. And, you know, maybe the host of this podcast, I don't know who he is or what he is, but, you know, he, he needs a little bit of water. So I'm going to go get some water. You can enjoy your anchor ad for 30 seconds, and then I'll be right back for you guys. So with that said, see ya. And we are back. I feel refreshed. I had water. Hopefully you had some water, maybe got a little bit of popcorn, who knows, and I hope you enjoyed that lovely ad from my sponsor, Anchor, but again, I'll shut up, I'll stop rambling, we will get into the back half of our show with the wide receiver starts. The first one is an obvious start. I highly doubt, and I really hope that none of you guys have this, or ladies, have this guy on his ben- on your bench, and that is Calvin Ridley. This is Calvin Ridley's week where he's going to break out and you're going to stop worrying. Playing the Washington football team, giving up the second most points to wide receivers so far this season. This is a get week, get right week for Calvin Ridley. If he doesn't produce this week, I would seriously start to worry, but I am not worried. My number two start of the week is Jacoby Myers playing the Tampa Bay Bucks. Jacoby Myers has 29 targets through three games. If you average that out for all you math nerds, that is 9.67 targets a game. Absolutely ridiculous. Hopefully you picked him up this week in your waiver wire. Playing against this Tampa Bay team that slot cornerbacks have been awful, giving up the single most points to wide receivers so far this season. Jacoby Myers, a must-start. Another guy's a must-start. Bounce-back week coming. Corey Davis versus the Tennessee Titans, who have given up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers this week. I know, Corey Davis, two straight down weeks, but that's because he had two straight tough matchups. I think we're going to see a similar performance to week one, where he had 24 fantasy points. Am I saying that he's going to have 24 fantasy points? No, but I expect this to be a much better week for Corey Davis this week. I would be firing him up in all formats. My number four, start of the week, Odell Beckham versus the Minnesota Vikings. Odell Beckham, first game back. 31% target share, 77 receiving yards in his first game back from an ACL. The Minnesota Vikings have given up the fourth most points to wide receivers so far this season. I expect a big week from Odell Beckham, who looked very, very healthy, surprisingly, in the last game. Fire him up. He is going to be a big week for Odell Beckham. Number five start of the week is Robert Woods playing the Arizona Cardinals. I know, I know, I know. You don't want to start Robert Woods this week. I don't want to start Robert Woods this week, but this is the week where he finally shows us not to worry. Similar to Calvin Ridley, this is a get-right week for Robert Woods playing Robert Alford, um, who you've probably never heard of for the Arizona Cardinals, who have given up the ninth most fantasy points to wide receivers so far this season. And I expect them to be even worse. They have some of the worst cornerbacks in the week in the league. Matthew Stafford has been on an MVP campaign. I know Cooper Cup's been the guy, but again, Cooper Cup can only get targeted on like 36% target share for so long. Expect Robert Woods to bounce back. I expect a solid week for him. On to the wide receiver sits of the week. My number one is a beware. The only beware of just, hey, I'd be a little bit worried about this week. I know this guy has the highest target share in the entire league, but if there's any week that you should be worried about him, it's this week, and that is Brandon Cooks playing the Buffalo Bills. I know you're going to start Brandon Cooks. That's fine. I'm just saying be careful. The Bills have been the second best team so far against wide receivers. Um, this is a little bit of a scary week for Brandon Cooks. I would be a little bit worried. My number two set of the week is Julio Jones playing the New York Jets. I know. Who do the Jets have at cornerback? I agree. I don't get it. But the Jets have been fourth best against wide receivers. They held DJ Moore and the Panthers to low wide receiving yards. I mean, again, it's not like they're playing bad teams. Again, 
Julio Jones, a little bit of a fade for me this week. Even if A.J. Brown is out, uh, just the target volume and what this offense is going to do against the Jets is just concerning to me. Number three seed of the week is Antonio Brown playing the New England Patriots. New England has been fifth best against wide receivers so far this season. Antonio Brown is coming 10 days off COVID, and he just practiced today. He will have about two or three, if you count Saturday, days of practice before he gets on the football field against the fifth best team against wide receivers so far this season. I'd be a little afraid of Antonio Brown this week. Winner force of the week is Chase Claypool versus the Green Bay Packers, who have been the eighth best team against wide receivers so far this season. Deontay Johnson is expected to be back. Juju might be playing. Chase Claypool hasn't been very good anyway. People are expecting him to be very good all of a sudden just because he had a lot of targets last week. Um, because Deontay and Juju were both missing, but they might both play this week. Deontay will be back. Deontay will be a target machine. Um, I know this is not a start, Deontay Johnson, you know, podcast right now, but Chase Claypool, a fade for me. He hasn't been good. I'd expect him to be good. Green Bay will stop him this week. My last hit of the week, unfortunately, for this guy that has been a top 12 wide receiver in fantasy is Marquise Brown playing the Denver Broncos. Again, very worried for Lamar this week. Very worried for those running backs this week. Very worried for Marquise Brown this week, who dropped three passes that probably all would have been touchdowns last week against Detroit. Do you want to start Marquise Brown because he's been so good? That is fine with me. But Denver Broncos, ninth best so far against wide receivers. They have been very, very strong, and I expect them to get even better um, with a rookie cornerback and Pat Sertain starting to play a little bit better every single week. I expect a not-so-great week from Marquise Brown, but that is it for wide receivers. On to tight ends, your favorite position, my favorite position. I know if you can't hear the sarcasm, there it is. My number one start of the week is Noah Fant. Actually, sorry, let me take that back. Let me take that back. My number one start of the week is Logan Thomas playing the Atlanta Falcons. Just gave up the sixth most fantasy points so far to tight ends this season. Logan Thomas is at least seven half PPR points in every game. Exactly what you want from a tight end. Consistency, consistency, consistency. That is why Logan Thomas is the start of the week. My number two start of the week is Noah Fant playing the Baltimore Ravens, who have given up the most fantasy points to tight ends so far. But part, part, part of that, and the reason that I said Logan Thomas first, is because Noah Fant is playing the Baltimore Ravens, who have played Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, TJ Hawkinson. Three of the best four or five tight ends in the entire league. So that's why I would have Logan Thomas first over Fant. I would start Logan Thomas over Fant. Fant's still a great start this week. Baltimore is still getting up the most points to tight ends. Um, but I don't think that number shows as badly as it has been so far just because they're matchups that they've played. Number three start of the week at tight end is Johnny Smith playing the Tampa Bay Bucks. Devin White, Levante David, not so great in coverage so far this year. Patriots are going to have to throw the ball a lot to keep up with this high-powered Tampa Bay offense. And they've given up the 10th most points to tight end so far this season. Jonu Smith drops some passes, has not been so good. I expect a bounce back week this week. My number four start of the week is Dawson Knox playing the Houston Texans. Dawson Knox has caught touchdowns in two straight games. The Texans have given up the fifth most points to tight end so far this season. The Bills are going to put up a ton of points this week, and I expect a good game for Dawson Knox. Another sneaky starter this week is Pat Fryermuth, Pittsburgh tight end playing the Green Bay Packers, who have given up the third most points to tight end so far this season. He is a sneaky start because Deontay seems like he's going to play now, but Chase Claypool just went down with an injury in practice. Juju has not practiced yet really this week so far with an injury. And if those guys are out, someone's going to have to get targets. And I don't think Najee Harris is getting 19 targets this week. Again, Pat Fryermuth, a very sneaky tight end play against this Green Bay team that's given up the third most points so far to tight ends. Um, he is someone that is very interesting as a dart throw. On to tight end sits, the final five. I promise you we are almost done. My number one, beware of the week, Rob Gronkowski. I know, 
He's, the Patriots are going to be ready this week to play these guys. Again, I'm not saying they're going to win or anything like that. But, again, Antonio Brown will be back. More target competition for Gronk. I love that Gronk's been the second-best tight end in fantasy so far. He's probably going to make me look like a fool. I'm just saying beware. You should start Gronk, but New England has been the number one team against tight end so far. Again, just beware. Keep an eye on it. They have some very good safeties and Adrian Phillips and Kyle Duggar who have covered the tight end so well this year. Just beware. You can start him. That's fine, but beware. Whenever two's tight end started, my excuse me, the words, the words, the words. My number two tight end sit of the week is Tyler Higby playing the Arizona Cardinals, third best team against tight end so far. I think Higby's been very overrated. He's been a perennial sit guy for me, and that has worked out very well. He is a sit for me this week against the Arizona Cardinals. Expect Cup and Woods to feast instead. My number three sit of the week is Dalton Schultz, who is a top five tight end right now because he caught two touchdowns last week. That was a great game, but I don't expect a great game against the Carolina Panthers. Fifth best against the tight end so far this season. Dalton Schultz, not a play for me this week. Fourth tight end set of the week is Anthony Ferkser playing the New York Jets. Again, I'm just fading this whole Jets offense this week besides Derrick Henry against the Jets. I know the Jets don't have a good defense, but they have been stingy against wide receivers, tight ends, quarterbacks, not running backs at all. They've given up tons of points to running backs. Anthony Ferkser, not the week for him now or really ever. And my number one set of the week, sorry, my last, my number five final set of the week, Evan Ingram playing the Saints. Saints have been top 10 against tight ends so far this season. Evan Ingram, very encouraging. Six targets in his first game back. But until we see it from him, I'm just going to be fading him just a little bit. Um, don't love him this week playing a bottom 10 matchup for him. It is just not very good. But that is it. That are these starts and these sits for week four. Four now. It is crazy. We are already into four weeks. Absolutely love to see it. I hope you guys enjoyed the 99th episode of the Fresh Fantasy Podcast. Episode 100 on the way coming this Tuesday. Please, please, please tune in for my sake. Cannot wait to post it. With that said, thank you so much for listening to the Fresh Fantasy Podcast today. Please leave me a review. You guys already know what to do, and I hope you all have a great rest of your day.